Welcome to the Coach Paul Show. Okay, here we are. Episode number one. If you're listening to me now, you've been with me since the beginning, so we can all take this journey together. Thanks so much. I am Coach Paul. I'm a school teacher. I get a lot of joy and passion out of my life through coaching. Right now, that is cross-country coaching and golf coaching. Golf at the high school level and middle school, my junior Cougar middle school team. Cross-country team of about 100-plus runners. Uh, always a great highlight of my year coaching those guys in the fall. But I'm working to get my life coaching certification as well. In October of this year, I will graduate and become a life coach. So everything that I'm doing here is just kind of an outlet. It's a show that educates, entertains, and hopefully empowers you to be the best athlete or version of yourself. Maybe you're not an athlete. Maybe you're just coming for a little entertainment. That's fine, too. So before we go into today's episode, I just want to say a special thanks for taking a little slice of this precious thing we call life and joining me and for joining me on a journey to better. So I'm Paul Belangi. Coach Paul is what they call me. Today we're going to talk about one of my favorite things in the world, something I love to do dearly, that is to sleep. So if you're listening to this now, I'm probably assuming that you know me personally and you know my slightly ridiculous bedtime of 8.30 p.m., give or take five minutes on either side. Yes, no kids, uh, no family to worry about, so that's why I can do that. I'll explain why I do that a little bit later. But if you're trying to improve any area of your life, I'm not saying you have to go to bed at 8.30 every night, but if you want to be a better student, a better parent, a better employee, a better athlete, and you don't have consistent sleeping habits, then you're missing out on a huge pillar of wellness. Actor Thomas Decker said that sleep is a golden chain that ties our health and our bodies together. And one funny quote from Jojo Jensen says, without enough sleep, we all become tall two-year-olds. Now, I've got to admit, I get a lot of criticism and friendly abuse about my 8.30 bedtime for my friends and coworkers, but I tell them, like, sleep is a superpower. Proper, restful, consistent sleep, whether you're getting eight or nine hours, seven hours even good, but if you're running every day, you're going to the gym, you're riding your engine kind of hard, then try to stretch for that eight or nine hour range, you have energy and focus for the next day. I'll talk about how your nightly ritual leads to better sleep, a few do's and don'ts of sleep, and how to become a sleeping Jedi. So first, just a quick bit about building a nighttime routine that kind of shuts your body, powers your body down from an active day into sleep land. So think of your body kind of like an iPhone. Your body battery just kind of gets depleted as the day goes on, and ideally, you want to be at 100% when you wake up with good restful sleep. Nighttime routine is going to help slow the heart rate down and get you ready for some amazing sleep. So whether your bedtime is 8.30 or even earlier, most likely 9, 10 o'clock, whatever your bedtime is, try to stick to the same one, give or take 20 minutes on either side every single night, even on the weekends. I know it's not realistic all the time, but let's say you pick 10 p.m. Try to pick 
start winding down by 9.30. So step one is picking the same bedtime, whatever it is for you, within 20 minutes on either side. Number two in this nighttime routine, try a few pre-sleep habits. You might only do one of these, one a week, like lowering the lights in your room or turning on a lamp like 30 minutes before you go to sleep. Maybe it's a, a diffuser or some essential oils. Maybe it's uncaffeinated tea or like a warm shower will kind of wind, start winding people down. If you can, this is a hard one even for me, uh, but if you step away from the smartphone like 30, 45 minutes before bed, it just calms your mind. You're not thinking about the, the doom scroll or what you're seeing on social media or the news. Um, if you can switch to reading or mindless television, that seems to get my mind in a much more meditative, calm state right before bed. And this one's kind of new for me. I'm still working at it, but laying there at night, sometimes your mind will not be quiet. I'm sure you can relate to this. You're either replaying the previous day, or maybe you're anxious about something that's coming up tomorrow. It happens to everybody. But to create a peaceful state going to bed, this is what I've started doing. I heard it on a guest on Jay Shetty's podcast. I can't remember the name of the person who it was. But he said to ask yourself when you're laying there, what went well today? What went well in my day today? Coming at sleep from a place of gratitude helps calm your mind and hopefully helps you drift into a peaceful sleep quickly. So just to recap those three, pick your bedtime and stick with it. Develop your winding down routine, something that works for you, the tea, the diffuser, whatever, and work on developing gratitude, your gratitude muscle, as you lay there and drift to sleep. So now just a few do's and don'ts of sleep. So if you're trying to get better sleep and you've had 10 good days, you're really sticking to it. And then on day 11, something terrible happens or you miss your nighttime routine or you're out late at a Taylor Swift concert. Ah, I missed my 10, 20 bedtime, darn it. Maybe you're anxious, excited, whatever. Don't stress over one night of bad sleep. Legendary running coach, Dr. Jack Daniels, my guy, said it beautifully. If you regularly sleep well, one poor night of sleep will not have a negative effect on you. But on the flip side, if you rarely sleep enough, one good night's sleep won't help you very much. So it's all about creating consistency. If you miss one night, you're out late, day, day number 11, you do something with your friends, don't worry about it. Just try to get back to it on day 12. A do of sleep. Do try to wake up naturally or at least to a soothing, calming sound. Being jolted awake starts your day in an anxious or kind of a grumpy-like mode. So try to wake up naturally. You can do this like on the summer vacation. I'm a teacher. That I have the ability to wake up whenever I want for a couple of months. So just if you're on vacation, spring break, say, just try to wake up naturally to see what that time is for you and see how that feels. Here's a don't. Don't be that guy or that girl who says, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Researchers at University of Colorado found that sleep dep deprivation showed an increased weight gain and compromised immune system, as well as an increase in depression. So I'll say that again. Sleep deprivation leads to weight gain, compromised immune system, shields are down, 
and an increase in depression. So if you're a student cramming for a test, or let's be honest, like playing video games, or an athlete obsessing over game film, your performance in the classroom or on the field will suffer if you're in this sleep-deprived state. Put down the controller and hit the sheets. And here's one last do. Do try to keep your room cool and dark. I just recently put a little masking tape on all the little electronic gadgets I have around my room, like laptop and my Roku and TV, things like this. Just a little masking tape to kind of hide those red and green lights so my room is as dark as possible and make it more cave-like. Those bears hibernate, you know, they've got it figured out. And it's really helped my sleep, my resting heart rate. I feel very rejuvenated in the morning. Quick recap of the do's and don'ts. Don't stress over one bad night's sleep. Don't be that person that says, I'll sleep when I'm dead. And your do's are, do try to wake up naturally and do try to sleep in a room that's as dark as you can make it and cool. Have that ceiling fan going, have a box fan blowing on you. It will be a huge benefit to you. So if this has kind of got you thinking like, oh, my sleep habits are kind of rubbish. I kind of want to tap into the superpower of sleep. Your big priority is going to be regenerative sleep. To become a sleeping Jedi, you accomplish this through small steps. It's unrealistic for you to finish hearing this episode and jump into bed at 8.30 tonight in a cold, dark room and you're going to wake up feeling like a million bucks. Probably it's not going to happen like that. But if you concentrate on one small thing that you heard, maybe you're like, oh, I've got a lot of lights in my room and it distracts me or it wakes me up in the middle of the night. I might put a little piece of black tape on the lights that are in my room. I might, uh, maybe I'll get away from my phone 30 minutes earlier than I usually do. Just pick one thing and try that for a week and see how you feel the next day. Big priority, small steps. So maybe just experiment with it a little bit. For me, a good night's sleep was kind of like the snowball that got the avalanche rolling. When I started kind of having this consistent routine of, all right, it's 8.30, I can do it. I don't coach any sports that keep me up really late. Thank you, golf and cross country. I can try to go to bed 8.30 every night. Let's see how I feel in the morning. I can wake up at 5, 5.30, and that's still a good nine hours. I feel great. It's led to so many other things that I have a lot of energy for. My own running career, coaching you know, well into the 5.30, 6 o'clock range, just going for about 12 hours every day, and I never really feel tired. There's no midday crash. And I truly owe that all, what I believe, to a good night's sleep. And just, I, like I said, the big priority is the restful sleep, but it's the small habits that are going to get you there to be a sleeping Jedi. Try one or two things out, try it out for a week, and then maybe kind of stack your habits to where one night I'm just going to turn on a fan and make it cooler in my room. The next night I'm going to drink some tea to kind of wind myself down and read a book instead of this used to be my time when I just doom scrolled my phone. See how it works for you. Thank you so much for spending a little time with me here. My very first episode. I'm so happy. Uh, if you're listening to this point, God bless you. I uh, hope to connect with you very soon. If you do, if you are considering getting a life coach, 
I am in need of some guinea pigs for a little supervised coaching practice session. So this will be a free like one-on-one -on -one hour. If that is of any interest to you, please reach out to me via email, pauljb727 at gmail.com. pauljb727 at gmail.com. I would love to connect with you. If you have any comments for me, if you have any sleep questions, I am kind of like an unofficial hibernating bear when it comes to my sleeping patterns. So please, I consider myself an unofficial expert of sleep. So yeah, thank you for spending this time with me. Go be great, go be the light for somebody else. Go be the light for yourself and tackle every day rested and rejuvenated and ready to go. That's all for now. It's time for bed. Thank you.